Now we're beginning Hilchus Kiddush HaChaydash, which is definitely one of the more challenging sections of the Rambam. There are 19 chapters in it. The first 10 go over halachas and some introductory and background matters. And then 11 through 19 actually discusses the astronomy with quite a bit of precision and quite a lot of math. For that reason, this subject can be pretty challenging for a lot of people, but thankfully there are some phenomenal resources that I recommend. One is a set of shirim uh, you can find on YouTube by Rabbi Yossi Lipsker, and the other can be found on Chabad.org, and it's Rabbi Darren. Either one of these will help a lot if you really want to get into the nitty-gritty, but we will just scratch the surface, and I hope you enjoy. Without further ado, Hilchus Kiddush HaChadash. That is, the sanctification of the new moon. Chapter 1, Halacha 1. The months of the year are lunar months. As our sages tell us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed a picture of the moon to Meisha and said, when you see this, sanctify the month. The years, however, are solar years, as the Pasuk implies. Shamar Eschaydesh Aviv, guard the month of the spring, suggesting that the month of the spring, which is Nisan, is always in the spring. Halacha 2. The solar year is about 11 days longer than the lunar year. And so therefore, when the deficit between the solar year and the lunar year approaches about 30 days, we add an additional month, creating a year which has 13 months in it, and that's called a Shana Mebaras, or a pregnant year, or a full year. We do not simply add days to the year, rather we can only add a full month. Halacha 3. The moon becomes hidden and can't be seen for one or two days every single month. This happens about a day before the moon's conjunction with the sun at the end of the month, and a day after its conjunction with the sun before it can be seen in the west in the evening. The conjunction, by the way, refers to when the sun and the moon are aligned, and therefore the rays of the sun do not reflect off the moon, at least not in a way where we can see them. And that first night when the moon can be seen in the west, after being hidden, is the beginning of the month. Twenty-nine days are then counted from that day. And if the moon is seen on the night of the 30th day, then the 30th day will be Rosh Chodesh. If not, then Rosh Chodesh will be the 31st day, and the 30th day will be included in the prior month. It's not necessary to see the moon on the 31st night, because it can either be on the 30th night or the 31st night. Halacha 4. When there are 29 days in the month, the month is called chaser, or lacking. And when the month has 30 days, it's called Ma'uber, pregnant, or male full. Halacha 5. Individuals may not declare the new month themselves, like we do with Shabbos. Everyone counts seven days and then is Shabbos. Rather, it's done by a court. Halacha 6. The court would make calculations that resemble those of astronomers who understand the locations of the stars and their orbits. And so therefore, they would perform research to determine when the moon should be sighted. If they determine that the moon should be sighted on the 30th day, then they would sit and wait for witnesses to come. If witnesses came, they would examine their testimony and then declare the new month. If not, they would complete the 30th day and it would be a full month. And if according to their calculations it should not be possible to see the moon on the 30th day, then they would not sit and wait, and if witnesses came, they would know that the witnesses were either false witnesses or they were mistaken. Halacha 7. It is a positive commandment in the Torah for the court to calculate and determine whether the moon will or will not be sighted, and then to examine the witnesses properly in order to sanctify the month. They also would then send messengers to inform people on what day Rosh Chodesh was observed, so that they'll know when to celebrate festivals. Halacha 8. The establishment of both months and leap years can only be done in Eretz Yisrael, but if a great sage who understood the proper calculations left Eretz Yisrael and there was no one like him in Eretz Yisrael, he could be relied on even though he's not in Eretz Yisrael. If there was someone in Eretz Yisrael who was like him, then he should be relied on because he's in Eretz Yisrael.